0: This is Suama Sarkone from Wolfhard, and you are watching Interview Under Fire.
1: All right. Hey there, everyone. I hope you're all uh, doing great out there in the world. Welcome back to another new episode of Interview Under Fire. This is your host, Sunny here once again. And today, i like to welcome back a talented frontman from one of my personal favorite you know mellow death bands today and Thomas soaking bro uh man thank you so much for you know coming back on iuf it's always a great time when I get the opportunity to talk to you here we are again i mean closing in on an important yet exciting time of the year for you and the guys over at wolf heart with a drop of your highly anticipated album king of the north not game of thrones related let me just put it out there first and foremost he's already giggling he's already he already knows uh it's set to release september 16th through napalm records uh first thing first uh thomas uh how are you man and two i feel like the excitement of releasing a full-length album again after what we all went through these last two years it has to be really kicking in right have you had the chance to just take this all in are you a man who gets excited (laughs) i of course naturally
0: i am that's that that is what's what's driving me as a as a songwriter and a band leader is is the excitement. Yeah, the past few years were really complicated. We lost two releases. We did the Wolves of Karelia, and then we did the EP Skull Soldiers, and both kind of like uh, went like under the radar because of the pandemic. We mm-hmm. were unable to tour. Now things look a lot better. Uh, the mood in the inside the band is completely different. But there is the U- Ukrainian-Russian conflict going on that is causing a lot of like complications in Europe. So again, there is some dark clouds in the in the horizon. But at least now it looks like we are able to get to tour. Tour, we're going to start the European tour in in two weeks.
1: So, yeah, um, and and we're going to talk about that tour in, in a second. And by the way, uh, you know uh, Ukrainian, you know all the other people out there um our support goes out to you our heart goes out to you so um it is something to mention but you know it's you know going forward and everything that's happening in the world you guys are dropping this album right i want to commend you Thomas, on all the welders of recognition this has been getting so far especially with those jaw dropping amazing singles the ancestor you know featuring jesse leach and then you have the king i think there's a new single out I don't know yeah, if it's... It's out today, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh it is uh what you'll have to remind me because it just like it just dropped. It's morning here in Texas, okay? Cold so... Flame is Cold Flame is the name of the of the single, yeah. And that guest stars Colonel Sanders, Carl Sanders of yeah. Nile and there's just so much to discover about this release. But you know, you have this uh uh this tour coming of the the Ultima Ratio Fest coming up with Moonspell and Insomnium and gore and uh Hinayana, you know, it, having an album drop right before a tour kind of make things, makes things more exciting. I bet, right? You know, always great to yes. release new music surrounding a tour or a festival. It, you know, I asked you if you were excited, but but it is a big deal. You you're dropping an it, album and you're taking it to the road. It's it is it, a big deal. It's definitely
0: a big, especially after waiting for two years. To like our last proper tour was 2019. Yeah, with now the bottom. 2022. So naturally, is a huge deal for us, and and we even like uh, scheduled the album released, release like date for the for the to match the tour to have a, the best possible timing. And I'm just we are just I know, <laughs> fingers yeah, crossed right? because... <laughs> nothing, that nothing goes wrong with the tour because that was really like a huge bummer on the the previous album when we lost about 200 geeks. After the album came out, so you know That's, it, that, that is not a nice
1: feeling. There's no excitement with like canceling all the tours in the book. So I wonder if there's that level of you know an album doesn't feel complete unless you get a chance to present it to the fans. Did you feel that way with Skull Soldiers and Wolves of Greylord? Yeah. By the way, everyone's listening. Those are two amazing releases. If if you haven't already, please, please, please pick those up, uh, Thomas. Those two records have been on my rotation since it dropped. So anyway those are great great records
0: but it's what you mentioned it's not just that we don't we didn't get the opportunity to present the music for the listeners and the fans Mm -hmm. we didn't get to play the songs live and that's that's what a big part of the excitement because one when you are already like building the album you are recording and 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 mixing the album you already start to have these certain favorites that you know that this is going to work really well live this is going to be the show opener on the festivals you get these kind of like ideas that like uh and the excitement with the album, yeah. and it, when you don't get to play the songs live, like uh, it's one level of the excitement, and it's completely missing. So it's, uh yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's it's well said. I think that's so an I'm important, important albums. Yeah, and it's important. It's important to talk about that topic, especially as of today. I mean, I mean, two years ago, if you were to ask me if I have a newfound appreciation for the live music experience, like taking it to the fans right being in that live setting i would say yeah i i appreciate things a lot much more and you know uh i also want to mention that people who don't know wolfheart was what it was supposed to start as a solo project right i mean it 2013 i feel like kind something, of something like that and and you've been at this aside from wolfheart you know thomas you've been at this for over two decades and I want to mention bands like, you know, Before the Dawn, you know, The Final Harvest, Black Sun Neon, uh, Dawn of Solace. I mean, the list goes on and on. And I mentioned how I saw you guys last time in 2019 with Bodum and Canton Hall. I want to stick on that subject of the touring live and the live music experience for you personally. Would you say, because I answered it myself, from my perspective, would you say you have a newfound appreciation of the live concert experience now, considering what's happened in the last two or three years?
0: Yes, Definitely. But it's also like a, it, we are not in the clear waters yet. uh yeah, that's
1: true. Still,
0: still, a lot of like uncertainty, like a lot, com- a lot of complication in the in this whole touring scene. It's both North America and Europe are facing the same situation. There's not enough buses. There's not enough technicians. There is, a, so it's a, yeah. It's there's also like a lot of like a stress and being nervous about will will all the plans actually happen? So. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get to appreciate it more when we got the first tour done in in mid of October. Yeah, because now now there are so many question marks in the air. A lot of tours are getting canceled. A, a lot of like North American bands are canceling the European tour dates, and the, the pre sales are complicated because of the crisis with the, the Ukraine Russia thing that we mentioned already. So, of course, it is still like a very stressful topic. So it's. Uh, I'm like super excited to get to play, but I'm also kind of like counting days backwards just to, that I would see that it actually happened, that we are back from the tour and everything actually went well. Because, yeah, it, you
1: it's, know, I, I feel like I feel like also a live music is at a point of saturation because everyone is touring at the same time yeah, now. Yeah, you know, yeah. I have friends who are saying, "Man, I can't get to this show because this show is happening on the same day." Because normally it wouldn't. But everybody's yeah. wanna and I feel like that's—I don't know—that's a good or bad thing. It's great to have it back, obviously here in the states. But it's just I can't get to every show I want to. It, it
0: is—you well, answered the question already. It, it is a bad thing because, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's robbing the ticket sales like overall. Mm. And uh, and but I, I do understand a lot of bands, all of the bands actually, have been off from the touring. So people are just trying to survive. But it's—I uh, think it's going to take at least. One year, like, uh, like this transition time to go back to like some kind of like normal routine. But a lot of the festivals, most of the festivals this summer were running the lineup that was booked three years ago. Yeah, so it, the, that, the, the whole schedule and planning side is so twisted at the moment. Like, it,
1: yeah, yeah, it's it, we, I feel like we could talk about that topic forever. But man, <laughs> bro, let's get to the music, man. As King of the North, this drops. September 16th on Napalm Records. This is your sixth album, sixth full-length album. You know, before we get into the core of this uh, amazing record, by the way, this is also the follow-up to, like I mentioned earlier, your 2020 full-length album, Wolves of Karelia, 2021 EP Skull Soldiers. I went back and heard those albums, like I said, back-to-back. I mean, top-to-bottom, Thomas. There's that sense of consistency in the sound that you guys have. Like, I know it's Wolfhard, you know? But there's a level of growth and evolving in the sound. You guys are still evolving. I feel like this is the most diverse record you guys have also put out and not only that i feel like king of the north is also a perfect complement to those other two i feel like you know you you drop wolves of corelia then you drop skull soldiers and then king of the north i feel like it was a one two three that's my perspective but i felt like it was a one two three type of phase that i got if i were to introduce someone to wolfheart i would start off with wolves of corelia skull soldiers and a king oh, of the dude. north that's what i would do but you, you know uh, the genre of melodic death metal i feel like Now, you know it lives on through you guys. You know because it's such a prominent part of metal, especially in the late '80s and early '90s. I feel like it kind of teared off, kind of dropped off in the late 2010s, and and you guys are keeping that spirit alive. I wonder if there was any pressure for you, Thomas and the guys, for when you decided to sit down and write again for a new album, even just a follow up. You know, because all these albums that you can release and you guys just keep one upping yourselves one after the other and then now you guys drop this behemoth of a record you know uh, how you know do, is there a sense of fulfill, fulfillment for you thomas like okay this is the album that i feel like we found our groove with this one finally
0: i don't know it's like
1: a three-part question but it's like <laughs> do you, do you feel, like do you feel the pressure of writing another album even after the success of the EP and the LP before that. No, no. Yeah. The now we go back to the excitement part. It's just, it's just
0: the best part of being a band and being a songwriter is is, yeah. is to be able to get to write a new album. So, like, there, there's no there's no pressure. Like, if uh, if I wouldn't stand behind the songs, I wouldn't even go to studio. So, and and this something good came out from the pandemic. We had a lot more time to record the album. We already started the recording. Yeah. Uh, last summer, the first demos and pre-production versions of the songs I did in early winter through to 2021. So, if the process has been the longest ever in uh, Wolfheart history, because there was no tours, like uh, breaking up the the writing mode. I was in the studio and writing mode uh, two years in a row. That has never happened because there's always been tours. And stuffs happening between the recordings, so I I didn't leave the writing mode after the Wolves of Karelia. I just stayed there, so it's uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't I don't feel the pressure in a way that you mentioned. It. Of course, I want to make as good as album as uh, I'm able, but uh, that's a different pressure. Then it's just like a you just need to focus on what you're doing, and then yeah. It's do, do better, play better. It's just it's pretty simple, actually. Just make sure that you do everything just a, at least a tiny bit better than you did the last time.
1: Yeah, especially because those last two releases were dropped during or around the pandemic. I wonder if that ever entered your head, you know? And now this time around, you're you're taking an album on the road, a whole different perspective than the last two. But now, look at this: your set list is <laughs> it's going to be challenging set list now because you have to fit all these songs in there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's, that's the, now back, backtracking to the, the question about the feeling that uh, we lost something with the previous albums. We don't get to fit many of those songs in the set list. We are still like supporting on the bigger tours. That means like we have like 40, max 45 minute set. We're going to play five songs from the new album, which means maybe one song from the previous will fit because it's already, we have six albums. Our songs are not that short to begin with so they're the perfect length that is sadly not challenging at all because we just we're gonna pick like one song from each album like the previous albums and then we're gonna do five songs from the new ones so
1: and from songs like sky forger to nell which is that's that may be my personal favorite song on the record Nell uh to the king to headstones to eternal slumber i mentioned you guys one up yourselves here because this was beautifully heavy and I mentioned to Thomas, I don't know, I don't know if I said it before. I kept wanting to look for my sword and hit in a battle because it felt like <laughs> such a, it felt like such a battle cry. Like this is something you want to do when you're going in for a job interview, going in for like, you know, you're you're getting married. When this is the this is the soundtrack you want to to life. You know how you when you watch a movie, Thomas, you yeah, you go back and you you keep going back to watch certain parts of that you may have missed the first time. I got that with this album, King of the North. There there are certain parts I just kept listening to over and over again. I wonder if if it was did you have have like a specific sound in mind from day one or did it just evolve into what it is today? Uh, you
0: mean the day one when like, I started when you, when you sat down you're
1: you're you're writing the you're writing the songs you're composing it everything is coming together like did you know what it was going to sound like yeah. once this album was like see that's amazing I love that because you had a specific determination and a, and a focus on how. You know, getting everything out there—the music, the lyrics, how you want to interpret—you know, uh, it's it 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 because so many albums they start from you know day one, and then day whatever you know sixty or, or ninety, it doesn't sound like anything from when you first sat down and started writing. You know,
0: well, I'm really lucky to be able to work with the same sound engineers. I I've done uh, fifteen albums with uh, with both Yuho and Saku, who were the Yuho. Yeah. So- so- Sakumolinen, yeah, over at Deep yeah. Noise. Yeah, yeah. And and he, he this is the first album he's actually mixed for Wolfhard. He he did both one of Solis albums and uh and he's been recording to at least something on each Wolfhard album in the in the past, but uh but no, knowing the guys personally, like they're the, one of my best friends, and uh seeing them like grew, grew up to be such a professional sound engineers when I've been growing up to hopefully be a better songwriter. Like uh, writing music, knowing that those guys are like uh, getting the whole album actually done. I already know when I give the songs and play the tracks on the album, what they're going to do with the sound. So it's it's very little of my credit. I know how it's going to sound because I know
1: also like uh, how they work and uh, the quality of their work. So I also mentioned this is also the most diverse album for you guys. There's a song in there. I can't remember which one, but. Uh I was thinking to myself, is that Thomas? And I was like, no, no, that's that's uh uh Vagilis. And and I was like, wait, that's him. And then Lori started singing. And you know, they're great vocalists. I feel like people should really get to know, you know, how great vocalists they are. So don't be surprised if they just start making like a solo album. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Cause, no. Because you guys all had chemistry on this album and and add Jesse Leach, you know, it just adds in to the I feel like. It's just another layer into Wolfheart's, you know, musicality. What was it like bringing in someone like Jesse and uh, Carl? By the way, Thomas, on an album like this, because these, you know, everybody knows Kilsic, Engage, and Nile, and you guys are bringing them into your world and creating the music together. I'm sure that made the process even more. I feel like more comfortable for you, even more. You know,
0: well, it's uh, it's it's kind of like weird weird story behind the whole thing when when i started recording the album uh, our management was asking like uh, should they ask some bigger name to do some guest vocals or something i said definitely no like i don't want to have any <laughs> that was my decision that was clear decision i have that in my email still that definitely i don't want to have any extra people because i'm going to introduce bagelis and laurias like vocalists i don't want to like uh, steal the spotlight from them bagelis sorry i, I butchered that, name. that <laughs> name sorry go ahead <laughs> no and uh and I, I really like. I felt that we don't need it, also because of course I was uh, like uh, aware of the talent of Lauri and Baglioni. So it's uh, it to me it was clear that we don't need it, and uh, I definitely don't want to steal the spotlight from them because this is their opportunity to rise up to be like lead vocalist in the band, also. But when we were already mixing the album last October, November. And I get this uh, Instagram message from one Russian fan sending me a link to Jesse's Instagram stories. And he had one of our songs in the background. And uh, I have no connection with Jesse. We don't share any like management agencies, labels, anything. I never met the guy. They are like huge. And we are somewhere like my hand doesn't even fit no no don't do music. that you, it's guys, so, it's
1: so low. you guys are uh, making you guys are making a statement with this record trust me
0: but anyway like <laughs> i i had to write a comment to jesse about like a nice choice of a song and then he replied that he's been a fan of the band for few, uh, years already uh one of his friends so introduced awesome. him to our music and he was asking like how things are going in, in the band and what where is what is happening and i was telling about this, the recording of the new album here are some of the songs. And he was telling me, like, this this is the type of music he would really be into, like, doing vocals. And I was like, well, <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that, that can't <laughs> can be arranged. And that kind of, like, happened on, on a pure accident. And then suddenly we were already working with Jesse doing the vocals. And when that decision was already fucked up, like, then it was no problem at all to think outside the box. And maybe, like, well, the Cold Flame, the single that came out today. Yeah. Had this one part about the, the lyrics about the Finnish mythology, where northern lights were believed to be colored by the blood of the people in the underworld that were killed in a, in a, by violence. Mm-hmm. So, like the blood that they were still bleeding in the underworld was coloring the sky. So it was really like green part of the mythology, and uh, I tried to do my lowest growls possible, which. In my scale was pretty low, but it, it sounded like it's not. It's not gonna be nearly like a Cookie Monster enough. <laughs> so then, that's the goal. You have to sound like Cookie Monster, it, or you well, can <laughs> Well, I said said this few times, but it had to have this American death metal growling, and that mm. differs from Scandinavian quite a lot. Yeah, if you, if okay. You, if you compare yeah. the, you compare the vocal styles of like uh, At the Gates or. Uh, or dark tranquility, or 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 ours to the North American ones. That is, a, is a quite a big difference. And uh, to Nile, we have different like connections. ellis like is a good friend of George Colias. and uh, we've been using the same sound engineer when we when we did the Budim tour, for example. The, we have the ga- guy who does Nile, yeah, like as a main gig. So that was really easy to to, to ask Carl, and uh, he really sounds like. I imagine in my head like uh, this best possible American death metal growling to lift up that part.
1: I feel like I feel like having these two, you know, elements within your know, Wolfheart's music, Jesse and Carl. I felt like it also expanded on Wolfheart's, you know. I-, I mentioned it, musicality, your musicianship. You know, it even allowed you to become better musicians because you have other. Uh, uh, somebody told me once that you know the sound of metalcore, right? Metalcore. You know, you're not just expanding the genre you're bringing in new things into it and yeah. expanding it from the inside i feel like you're doing that with a lot of death metal i mentioned melodic death metal. you guys are a breath of fresh air into this uh thomas but I, I know we're running out of time here but um you mentioned how uh, because this is important too i'm quoting you you said after wolves of corelia it made a lot of sense to continue work writing thematic albums I asked you this last year about how you wanted to incorporate themes into your music, even with Skull Soldiers. But this time, you wanted to travel a lot further in history than uh, than the Second World War, and then went straight to the tales about creation of the Nordic world, ancient gods of North, and and the majestic nature. I feel like you know, with everything, you guys really have found your groove because the bulk of this album, you know, each song in King of the North, uh, is dedicated to a different story of finnish mythology you know it's it's a very mythology driven storytelling that we're we're seeing here you know uh, you guys have found your group so to speak i'm beating myself but this is the, i feel like it's the truest identity of the band would you say you agree to that statement considering i, I
0: do i do it, it just clearly it, it is like when you have a very clear theme of of, of the album and you know already like uh uh, the the topics of the songs before you start writing mm-hmm. that like uh, the theme it will start steering the songwriting like uh, because I knew it's going to be about the Northern Lights creation of the Nordic realm uh, all, all this nature based gods and demigods and, and beliefs and 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 like old religion and all that stuff of course the music was started to get more cinematic in my head I wanted to like uh, the music had to reflect the nature and and become different level of brand than it was in the, in the Wolf of Karelia. Because that was very precise time in the Finnish history. It's just three months of war between Finland and Russia. So that it was this small, the, the space where I was about when writing the songs. All the songs were packed on this three month period in Finnish history. When you go into mythology, it's just... Again, my hands don't even fit the screen. So it's, it allows so much more uh, variety and imagination and, and all that stuff. So the songwriting. So it's uh, it was now looking back, it was really smart decision because it opened up so many doors uh, to the songwriting.
1: And also the, the production on your music videos. Remember you told me last year how you wanted to yeah. add more production to your music videos? Yeah. Guys, look at the music videos they have released now. They're, you guys, <laughs> everything is just, I feel like you guys have really grown you know, from where you started to where you are now to wolfhart And I, I hope having someone like Jesse, having someone like Carl gives you guys the, you know, the coverage to for everyone to discover who you are. Because, you know, you guys saw the reception here in Dallas a few years ago. It was great. Yeah. Wait till you come back. You have a community here with Thomas. So I I don't mean to keep bugging you, but we're waiting for you to guys come back Yeah, we are, here, we are we, here in the States. We've been we be trying two years
0: to come back to States. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But, uh, but it's gonna uh, happen next year. In the beginning of next year, it's gonna happen.
1: And then your next tour, it uh, I think it should kick off at the end of this month with Moonspell and Insomnium. I feel like it's yeah. like what in a couple of weeks. But you know, it's it's always great. And you know, I know we covered a good amount of ground on this. Awesome conversation. You know, thank you so much again, you know, for sharing about who you are and w- what Wolf Heart is all about. It's always a pleasure to have you back on IUF. We've got some great conversations on your Thomas. I'm sure we'll have some more in the future. I don't know from where you started to where you are now, you know, and, and performing for as long as you have, and the people you have met and worked with during these, I mean, amazing melodic death metal records. I mean, you guys have some of my favorite melodic death metal material so far. And I grew up on bands like In Flames at the Gates. Dark tranquility. You guys just keep adding on this, especially with this new age. I even call it the new age of melodic death metal, and I feel like you guys are leading the way. I'm excited to see where you guys go from here, Thomas. You know, this is definitely something that you have a passion for. And the truth is, this what I'm seeing is, you know, you've experienced plenty already in your career. Have you ever just stopped for a moment to take a look back at, at, you know, how far you've come? Because you've been this for at this for over two decades we've done a lot of reflecting in this last two years but let me ask you yeah. have you done it yourself
0: i, I did it uh, during the past two years yeah that's uh, <laughs> the that that kind of like a, that the whole pandemic thing kind of forced me to look back and and because i really had to like uh struggle a bit to find the motivation to just keep on writing music because so many things were just uh so fucked up yeah so it 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 wasn't that inspiring, in, at least in the beginning of the pandemic. There was all the time in the world to write new music, but no reason to write the music. So like uh, looking back at the, the good stuff that has happened in the band was bringing a lot of like the like the needed energy to just keep on writing music. So I. I was forced
1: to look back. Yeah, sometimes it's OK to do that because, you know, even though you want to keep that straight focus going forward in the future, it's also important to kind of just push everything to the side, kind of just to reexamine yourself and just, you know, look at things from a different perspective and then go back in with a focused, you know, a, a focused out, you know, outlook on everything. You know, the more successful you get, it's I feel like you can lose track of yourself, you know, and I feel like you've done that. And I I heard it on this album and each one of you really went above and beyond. You guys have had the probably the most chemistry. Please don't do any lineup changes because you guys are absolutely like amazing. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not, not not planning like not planning and i can yeah. already like uh, uh revealed that i have the theme for the next album already in my head see
1: that's I, what i'm saying so we got to plan it for the next one <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, we but I, I do thing. hope
0: i hope that i don't have time to write the next one for at least a year because i'm going to be busy touring and
1: but, that, uh and, and it's nice to have something like that to look forward to and yeah. uh i look forward to having you here uh thomas i know we're, we're out of time Thank you again from the bottom of my heart for coming back. Uh, you know, I feel like we should have like our own podcast at this point because we talk so much. <laughs> we always overlap on our time, but much love. Um, Have a great uh release. Have a great tour later on this month. Stay safe. Take care of each other. Uh, I look forward to seeing you here in the States, man. Um, uh, Let's stay in touch. All right. And I'll yeah. keep you posted once this episode airs. Everyone is listening. This is Thomas sokanen from Wolfhard King of the North. I feel like i want to say King of the North and uh, this drops February 16th on Napalm Records. Do us a favor. Buy the records because the bands can't do it without your help. It goes a long way. I'm still old-fashioned Thomas. I still buy records that's sitting in the corner of my room like vinyls and all that. You guys, And if you guys do the cassettes, I'll probably buy that too. But um, <laughs> I'll let you go here. Everyone's listening. Uh, you can listen to the podcast on all major podcast streams out there. Check us out on interviewunderfire.com. Stay, stay safe, Thomas. Uh, I will Thank see you. you next time, all right? Yes. Bye. All, brother. Bye-bye.